Other wrestling podcasts are full of fake wannabes. And that's the bottom line, because the jabroni said suck it at Suplex City, bitch. We provide you with the true fan experience. You just made the list! TMH2 is. It's what you want. I'm Rob Kiljoy. I'm Lance Lude. And I'm Coach Mikey. And we are the Ugly Ducklings. Quack. And you're listening to the Snowball Wrestling Network. Quack, 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 quack. Okay, let's do this fucking shit. What's up, everyone? It's me, Caleb Stovall, here with another edition of the Stovall Wrestling Network, the SWM Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on this edition of the Stovall Wrestling Network. And thank you for checking out wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and so much more and that is largely in thanks to the individual that I am going to bring in. I shouldn't even give him that much credit. He doesn't deserve it. But his name is Mr. TMB Studios himself. He is Mr. Chris Dickenass Dickens. Chris. You know I'm gonna let the Dickenass comments slide, but the fact that you're sitting there and you give me my praise is largely in part. But no, he doesn't need that credit, motherfucker. Let's go ahead and be right to the point for today. Half of Jim Cornette's coming out of me right now because we're fucking recording this at 11 o'clock at fucking night. I just got off work, working a 12-hour fucking shift dealing with 160 people, dealing with a bunch of assholes who want their fucking burgers and their pancakes, and guess what I'm doing right now? Recording with you, looking at a screen, drinking Mountain Dew Live Wire to calm myself down. Now, wouldn't be anywhere else if I had that choice. So, ladies and gentlemen, SWN Fan Nation, welcome to another edition of the Snowball Wrestling Network. Yes, we're back on the air. We're live. I cannot believe that it is 11 o'clock and fucking night now recording on another Super Live Wire. But like I said, we do this for you, the fans. We love you very much. We enjoy... Every time you check out SWN, every time you check out anything TMB Studios, thank you from the bottom of my heart, thank you from the bottom of Stovall's heart, and we're going to have a great show, because it's 11 o'clock at fucking night, and I'm still recording, and I need a drink. And now it's back over to Caleb Stovall to go ahead and introduce us into the show. Caleb? All right. That's a special report from Fuckface McGee Asshole. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, Blake's here? Are you? <laughs> Speaking of that, you need to check out Chatter City. It just debuted. Back again on TMB Studios. And we're getting ready to talk about some baseball coming up real soon. And also uh, some big news dealing with some football, too. So can't wait for that. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so that... <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Blake. It won't be recorded at 11 o'clock at fucking night while I'm listening to the fucking birds and bats chirp. All right, I'm drinking. Though it might be recorded in a restaurant where you can't hear a goddamn thing. <laughs> while drinking live fire Mountain Dew, it's really good. Oh, shut up. Keeps me awake. All right, all right, all right, folks. Anyways, in all seriousness, yes, it is time to start the show. It's all about the Stovall Wrestling Network here right now, and that means it's time to talk about my favorite subject in the world. 
Correct. Yes. Uh, but I gotta, I gotta be honest. I'm these days. I'm having trouble figuring out what that word means anymore. It is weird that <laughs> at one point in time, the word wrestling was synonymous with the likes of Sting, Ric Flair. You know the Road Warriors, and then you move on into the the nineties, and you and you move on into your Hulk Hogan's, your NWO, your Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker, Triple H, The Generation X, We Are the Nation, all that just that was synonymous, and now wrestling is synonymous with very weird entertainment. Kind of like the Stovall Wrestling Network at times. <laughs> but worse. <laughs> a lot worse. <laughs> Alright, anyways, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment or not, but anyways. I mean, you could be sponsored by World Wrestling Entertainment and, um, you know. Well, well then I would have show. to praise them and I wouldn't be able to talk about what I'm about <laughs> to talk about because I was watching the, uh, I, I'll be honest, I've been watching a lot of hockey. Lately, because... Okay. Hey, there you go. I forgot about yeah. that thing. <laughs> but anyways, um, I've been watching a lot of that recently. And it's because it's been going on from like 12 a.m. No, nah, I'm sorry, not 12 a.m. 12 p.m. I like this show! I'm just kidding. I need drink. Okay, all right, so, so, so are you good now? I'm like, good. like, like mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Anyways, so uh, so I can continue. Sedated, gotcha. All right, cool. Okay, cool. Anyways, um, but I've been watching a lot of that because it's been going on from like 12 p.m. till about 1 a.m. Sometimes, depending on the games and stuff like that. So it's been really awesome having hockey back and stuff like that. And so I wasn't really watching it on Monday, especially since the Golden Knights were playing that night. So right. like I wanted to see, of course, the Golden Knights play. Well, then I see on my thing, I see, like, I see on Facebook that uh, they were already talking about a segment that aired on Raw that I went, no, no, this can't possibly be going on. So then I had to check it out. I was just like, I have to see if this is actually happening. And apparently... We have an idea on Raw now that is called Raw Underground, and it is hosted by Shane McMahon. And apparently it's in the little warehouse that we've seen tons of vignettes already shot there with no ropes. Like, it's a ring, but there's no ropes. Anything goes, and there are girls dancing in lingerie. Chris... I have only one question. What the fuck? Is it 2004 and are we back at the TNA Impact Zone? (laughs) That's the first thing I asked when I saw this stupid abomination. Number one, this is Shane McMahon's midlife crisis being lived out on television. That's what a lot Um, of people said. Like, a lot of people were joking about that online. Oh, no, this is definitely what it is. Number two... I get that it's an opportunity for a lot of the NXT developmental talent that How? is being used. Well, the big guy that was in there was actually the ninja that uh, they were using quite a bit. With uh, He got sessions. beat up by Lashley. Yeah, I know. 
And then they, like, came into this. I just... Yeah, it was dumb. A lot of bad camera cuts. You know, I was going to come on here, Chris, this week, and I was going to be like, I'm sorry, WWE fans out there, if I, like, just went on just such of a rant and a tirade on the last episode because of the eye-for-an-eye bullshit and the Extreme Rules Abomination in general. And then they pulled this shit! Yeah. So they so they pull this. They solidified themselves as the dumbest motherfuckers on the face of the so, planet. So so they pull this right. So they so they do this crap, and then before the show starts, there is a notification on my phone that says a brand new faction is going to debut tonight, and I'm sitting there like, why would you advertise that? Why wouldn't that just organically happen? And then on top of that, all we saw from that faction was a couple of power outages and a video of them throwing a Molotov at a backup generator. And not even a good video of that. No! Well, because it was supposed to be... um, Garage cam footage, you know, trying yeah. to make trying to make that realistic looking, you know. It just and like I couldn't even tell like who they were, like and, and I mean I guess that's the point, but it seems like there are guys and girls in this faction. I I just I just don't know anymore, folks. I just I just don't know. But then on top of that, like, like I, like I gotta call WWE out for that stupid shit. But then you, over on AEW, they've got a debate going on, <laughs> and well, I'm sitting there like, how can I justify one or the other? Mark, the cool thing about the debate was who they had to uh, be the. Okay, Eric Bischoff. Yeah. That's not the point, though. The point was, is why is that on there and not a wrestling match? I don't know. James Kitchen's probably nutted his pants when he saw it, though, because he's a big man for debates. He well, debates. Okay, cool. So he probably sat there and was like, "Finally, somebody got my idea right. A debate in the middle of a wrestling match. Hey, Chris, I'm waiting on you, you son of a bitch." Yeah, and then you'll have a last-minute cancellation. Oh! Because I know it doesn't belong in the wrestling business. Oh! No. (laughs) Not in your... You just said that! Yeah, yeah, in their instance. I'm talking about in your instance, but never mind. Anyways, back to something that matters. Oh, anyways! Eric Bischoff, yes, is going to be the (laughs) the moderator. Because Hulk didn't smash. And um, <laughs> and Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy are having this debate. But okay, I, and I'm not even saying that that the debate wasn't good or anything like that. It was her- It was hilarious. It was entertaining as fuck. What I'm saying is though is that how can I call WWE out on that bullshit, but then I can't call AEW out on some of that stuff? Because I don't think AEW went out and put it out there that. Uh they were going to have a debate live on television, on social media, and give away what they were getting ready to do. Well, they did. Yes, they did promote that they were going to have a debate. debate, But they didn't necessarily, they they put it out there and they had a debate. 
WWE says there's going to be a faction that they've used, which one, it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. Like you said, it should have been organic. But then you advertise a faction, and it never appears except for in a camera shot, one camera shot. Never acknowledged anything like that, nothing at all. It's like false advertising, and it's bullshit. No, the only things that were good that I actually ended up seeing, like, first of all, Seth Rollins comes out, and they're still trying to run that goddamn eye for an eye shit down our throats. And um, he goes and looks like he's about to attack Tom Phillips, and Samoa Joe stands up to him. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is good. I like this. And then Dominic comes in and, like, ambushes Seth Rollins. And, like, dude, they knocked the fuck out of each other with those kendo sticks. Like, he knocked the shit out of Murphy with it. And then Seth Rollins, like, hit him with it and shit like that. Like, uh, and Dominic looked good. He did the 619, and then he did a crossbody off the top to the outside onto him. So I was just like, okay, this was pretty good. I got to give you this one. Was training paid off. So, so that was pretty good. Um, other than that, I mean, that was all I saw from Raw. But the shit that, that I'm just... I, Except for the right hand from Shayna Baszler to Sasha Banks. During uh, that promo where she basically challenged her for the Raw Women's title. Oh, well, okay. I do like Shanna Baszler and stuff like that. And I like anything that, that those girls are doing. But even that is like, when the fuck are we going to split? Are we going to split these two up? Or are we just going to just continue to tease tension or some bullshit? Like, like I don't understand. What, what are we doing with them? And first of all... Both of them are now champions. They're on every single show. And apparently the only women that can do anything on SmackDown is Alexa Bliss or Nikki Cross. Because that's all I see on SmackDown. Maybe that's all that can make it to the Performance Center. I, I Well, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But then you have... Alexa Bliss getting involved with The Fiend now. And shit like that. Like, he put the mandible claw on her and shit like that. And now there's so many people saying that she was originally, and she is set to be Sister Abigail. When is that shit gonna die, for God fucking sakes? When Vince McMahon does? Okay, well that's... basically that's the gist of this, because... He has turned down and knocked down and rewritten so many motherfucking Raw and SmackDowns. It is pathetic. I heard that he, and I don't know how they know this, so I'm taking it with a grain of salt, but from what I understand and what I have read, he had about 34 ideas that were given to him. Or no, I'm sorry, he uh, I, not 34. He had about 28 ideas that were given to him. And he, and he used only four ideas out of that 28. Yeah. This was for both shows combined. And they say that, like, right now the writing staff, like, says that it's like WrestleMania-level stress writing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to get ready for SummerSlam, which is about as big as WrestleMania for them. Um... They're trying to get all of this stuff done. And then they've got to answer to all the sponsors who apparently are getting a little pissed off at the ratings. Because yeah. the ratings are going down awful 
right now. The sponsors, the shareholders, you name it. They're having to answer to them about these tanking ratings. Yeah, so it's not good right now for WWE. And there's talks that it's up for sale from certain people. Like, I've heard that Disney is actually interested in purchasing the WWE. Um, there could be another individual that is uh, looking to purchase something from them. He already purchased one thing, apparently, <laughs> and it was announced in the uh, news this week. This isn't really wrestling, but it is a former wrestling star. And I wouldn't even really say former. He still is a wrestling star. Still, People still recognize him as The Rock. Yeah, and he and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he apparently was part of a company that purchased the brand new XFL. Yes, and uh, this was a shock. I actually sent this to you when uh, it broke. Um, it's him. It's his ex-wife, who's actually his business partner, and then uh, the uh, original guy. How the fuck does that work? I don't know, but it works. Um, but also the guy who uh, was a partner with uh, Vince, I do believe. Yeah. And they well, you know, him. one of his writers for ha half of his stuff is Brian Gerwitz. I'm not surprised. Yeah, he was a big Ger Brian Gerwitz fan, apparently. And um, so he hired him. I don't know, like, what all he does for The Rock, but I know he's involved with a lot of the stuff that he does. And, um, yeah, apparently they purchased the XFL for $15 million. Yeah. And apparently they're going to relaunch this thing again. Next year, actually, is the... Really? Yeah, so, so next year. is the plan. But here's the question. Are we going to get the same teams? Are we going to get different teams? Like, what is going to happen? I'm not really sure on that part, but... I do know that it's going to be interesting to see what develops. Well, um, it is because here's the thing, all right? The Rock already has one of the things. Uh, he has the uh, Titans. Not the Tennessee Titans, but the Titans game on NBC. Yes. And yes. Uh, I'm just going to say this on air, folks. Uh, Chris, if you don't sit the Fuck up and wake I'm your fat ass up. I'm standing off into space. I am perfectly awake. Well, you are I not. am perfectly awake at 11.30 at fucking night. Sitting here recording a podcast, drinking live wire. Not the wrestling promotion. You're not even. <laughs> oh, come on. Now I'm going to definitely hear it. Anyways. Uh, but anyways, The Rock has the Titans game on NBC that he yep. owns, you know, and stuff like that. He made the uh, Fighting With My Family movie that yeah, actually did really good. Yeah, through his production company, Seven Buck Productions. Yes, yes, and Seven Bucks Productions is actually how much he had in his pocket when he met JR the first time for WWE because he yep. was that broke and shit like that. But, um, yeah, so he's got all that going on, and now he just purchased the XFL. And many are like, all right, so he's clearly planning to make his own media mobile empire. Mm -hmm. uh, how much you want to bet that the next thing he'll do, or at least soon, is going to be he's going to have his own wrestling promotion? Well, it's going to go one or two ways. If WWE keeps, you know, tanking the way they tank, 
the only way to save it is to sell it to somebody. And honestly, you're not going to see him sell it to Disney. Vincent's going to sell it to Disney. He's not going to sell it to Fox. He's not going to sell it to anybody like that. He's going to look into selling it to somebody that he knows and trusts. And who better to do that than somebody who will keep Vince there because he knows Vince has a great mind when it can be utilized certain ways. That is The Rock. Well, that too, or The Rock could make his own and be the first to strike a deal with Netflix or Hulu or something like that. Very, know? very true. So, it'll be really interesting. I'll be really interesting to see how the XFL will do under him. Because here was the thing. I thought the XFL was actually really good this time. It was. So, I thought it had a bunch of potential uh, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, let's go back to AEW for a minute. They announced that All Out is going to happen. It's going to be in September. And um, they're going to be doing that. And, of course, it'll probably be without fans. So, you know, it, it'll be, it is what it is. But yeah. everything right now is without fans. So, either yeah. it's without fans or it's digital fans or cardboard cutouts of fans. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But here's the thing, right? Um, I've been watching a lot of old wrestling because I just, I, you know, been liking that stuff so much better than what I see nowadays and stuff like that. And here's the thing. WWE has great talent. Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, The Undisputed Era in its entirety, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, Ronda Rousey, all of this talent, you know, like, just so much. So it's not the talent's fault. No. But there's no way you can get an eye-for-an-eye match over. There's no way you can get stupid-ass storylines over. It just it can't be done. I don't care how good you are. And that's what's happening. Well, and it all goes back to, you know, you oversaturate. And I get it. I get it. You know, Vince even said it on a Steve Austin show. They're much bigger than what they used to be, so they had to have a writing staff. It's not like it used to be when it was Pat Patterson, him, and uh, whoever else sitting around his pool writing television. Right, and, and, and I get that, but then at least have people on the writing staff that know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Or at least use their ideas. Like, why are you going to have this big-ass writing staff and not use any ideas? That it's just, nope, it's what I say goes at the end of the day. That's really, really, really stupid. I get, like, look, I get wanting to be the final say-so. Because you have to have the final say-so. Because if you have that big of a writing staff, well, then, you know, a wrestler could go to this person, and then this person could go to this person, blah, 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 and it gets confusing. But if you have that one guy, which Vince is, where he comes in and he goes, nope, this is the direction that we're going. Well, then guess what? There's nothing left to talk about. There's no debating it. It's like, well, that's what he wants to do. We work for him. You know, kind of thing. Exactly. So, I, I don't know. There's just so much going on. But then you've got stuff in AEW, you know, that that is outside the box and shit like that. You've got stuff that, hell, you've got stuff in the NWA that Jim Cornette himself can't convince me is outside the box. You've definitely got that stuff going on in MLW, mm -hmm. but yet it, but yet you see the crowd going nuts for it. 
because it's done correctly on some aspects. Well, or, some or at least aspects. done to where it doesn't insult the fans' intelligence. This eye for an eye match shit they had insulted our intelligence. Raw Underground is definitely a fucking it's insulting our intelligence to the maximum. Well, it very much is because that was some of the fakest, like, real fighting I've seen ever. Exactly. Like, it was just, it was terrible. And and then you're going to have the TV PG sign with the girls dancing, dancing in, in lingerie. It's fucking stupid. And by the way, there's nothing wrong in my eyes with girls dancing in lingerie. I'm just saying, if you're going to have it called TV PG, then what, and why is this segment even on there? What is the point of it? It has a no point whatsoever. There was no purpose, no meaning, no nothing behind it. It just, it, well, that seems to be what a lot of stuff is. And people wonder, well, why were, you know, the storylines back then so good? Why was Austin versus McMahon so good? Well, because it was it was an easy story to follow. Exactly. It was the blue-collar worker who busted his ass and wanted to get his just due, and the evil boss who already had all of the money, never worked a day in his life for it. Mm -hmm. At least that was the perception. Excuse me if I can talk. But at least that was the perception of it, you know, is holding him down. Everyone could relate to it. The Kane versus Undertaker. That was just great storytelling. The NWO was so intriguing at the time. And, but it came back to one thing. Sting versus Hogan. That was an easy story to follow. The guy who was there for years who busted his ass to keep this company alive. And then a guy who was already popular just comes in and takes, takes a spot. Takes over. And people could relate to that in real life, yep. you know? Or just some simple storyline such as, hey, the title's on the line. These two men want the title. End of story. Exactly. End of fucking story. There's no need to put any extra bullshit on it. Sometimes, can we not just have segments where it's a wrestling match? It's not a squash match. It's not a cinematic match. It's not a gimmick match. It's just a goddamn wrestling match. Like, 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 can we have that? It would be a lovely dream to have that, but apparently we're so far up our asses these days with the writing staff, Vince McMahon, and whoever else, wrestling matches seem to be obsolete. <laughs> and we are not trying to quote Matt Hardy on Delete. that. That's basically... Shit, they should have had Matt do that. that well, well here's thing. the thing. And NWA has that a lot. I think NWA comes the closest to, like, the old school wrestling, obviously. Agreed. Because, like, they still have the, you know, cool moves and stuff like that. But it's not so choreographed, you could tell. Yeah. Like, I like that. I I'll admit, I like that a lot better than I do the choreographed things and stuff like that. Right. So... And I 100% I, I agree with you because, you know, anybody who's watched wrestling somewhere, some way, you know the old school way, you know how it was, old NWA, old WCW, and you, you remember the corniness of the WWF, but you also remember the likes of Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, Roddy, Roddy Piper and all his fucking antics, Randy Savage and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Mm-hmm. Classics. Okay, and then you go to the 90s. Bret Hart, Bret Stone Hart, Cold. Stone Cold, The Rock. You know, matches. Wrestling was what was at the core. And I don't I don't know where it went to the fucking nosedive 
into the middle of the lake and said, all right, wrestling doesn't fucking matter anymore. All that matters is storylines, storylines, storylines. Well, because they say, because they, and, and here's my question. All right, so I've been listening to this podcast. It's not necessarily a new podcast. It was new in 2019. They don't really do it anymore. Um, which is sad because there was a lot more I felt like they could have discussed, but that's a different story. But it's called Truth or Consequences, and it's with Mr. Bro. I'm totally entertained by this. It's, it's Mr. Vince Russo, all right? And by the way, when I say bro, people might think I overuse it. No! That motherfucker says it at least 55 times in an episode! If he was to do a drinking game to one of those episodes, he'd be dead <laughs> within the first five minutes. <laughs> he would have alcohol bro. poisoning in bro. his heartbeat. Yep, you forgot to say Take bro. a shot every time he says that. Oh, well, you're fucked. Like, yep. don't, like, drink it. don't drive after you've listened to five minutes of it. You're fucking yeah it, it, it's it's bad but so he's doing this with matt coon right and i'm listening to him talk about a tna episode it was the 10 10 bound for glory where hogan and bischoff they you know came to tna basically mm-hmm. and um he was talking about this is the impact after bound for glory and they tape it and apparently the one before that, the one that was in 2009 Bound for Glory, um, they had an impact afterwards that was one of their highest rated of the year, or even ever for that matter. But it was definitely of that year it was high rated. He said, because there was about 10% wrestling and 90% talking or entertainment or whatever he said and apparently a spike executive was there watching this TNA uh, um, impact episode and he literally walks up to Vince Russo this is a spike executive now mind you who for years we've heard that top executives at TV didn't want wrestling a top executive from Spike TV went up to Vince Russo and goes, Vince, where is wrestling? Where are the wrestling matches? This is a wrestling program. Where are my wrestling matches? Exactly. And this is what Bro Man had to say to him. Or this is at least his response on, on the podcast. He goes, Bro, why does it always come back to wrestling with you people? Why is that such a big deal? It clearly wasn't the drawing factor or whatnot. And I just wanted to yell, kind of like this. You're on a fucking wrestling program, you retard! And I'm sorry if that's politically incorrect, but seriously... You're on a wrestling program. Are you kidding me? Vince Russo has got one of the greatest fucked up minds in the history of professional wrestling. But but then you hear that Vince McMahon... Well, I'm not in the wrestling business. I'm in the entertainment business. It has a wrestling ring and wrestlers. What are you talking... If you're not in, if you don't want to see wrestling, 
Why are you in the wrestling promotion? You shouldn't be. Because it doesn't fucking mean that you know what you're doing with the wrestling business. If you know what the fuck you're doing with the wrestling business, you put fucking wrestling in it. Because what's the key word in the business? Wrestling? Exactly. <laughs> Unless you're Vince McMahon and I'm in the entertainment business. So I'm, I'm producing entertainment. But, yeah, but then Vince Russo thinks that that's like... Like that's the way all wrestling should be, which is why, like in the in the old days of TNA, you had a midget jacking off in a trash can or pulling a gun out on Jeff Jarrett. You had like literally a girl walking around sleeping with everyone, including Goldilocks and stuff like that. Like yeah. it was just like I just don't understand. But why does it always come back to wrestling? Because it's a fucking wrestling show. It's a wrestling it's show. It's about the bell to bell. It's a wrestling show that's filmed inside of a wrestling arena where most of the action takes place inside of a wrestling ring with these people who are called what? Wrestlers! Like, they're not... Like, like... A lot of wrestlers are not actors. No. A lot of wrestlers did not go to drama class. No. There are some, don't get me wrong, there was some, but there's not a lot. Like, like, it's just, it, like, people, if they want to watch a soap opera, or they want to watch Game of Thrones, or they want to watch this and that, they would go watch those. They don't want to see that. It, and look, I understand you got to have some outside-the-box ideas. Because some outside-of-the-box ideas, if you think about it, the NWO is completely outside-the-box yes. idea. But guess what? That caught on so good that you can't even talk shit about it. Nope. Austin versus McMahon is an outside-the-box idea, but it's a simple concept, and it worked. Mm -hmm. But there was still wrestling that was centered around exactly. it. Exactly. Nowadays, it's like... We have to have an eye for an eye. We can't just have a regular traditional pinfall or submission. That didn't get the job done anymore. Nope. And what are the rules in a wrestling match at times? Do they even mean anything? Apparently not these days. Countouts don't count. You know, none of that shit counts. Maybe you should drink some more sense. live wire. Well, I would, but I'm all out. But you I'm drink it way too I'm fast. Being serious. Just think about this. A lot of the shit that made professional wrestling what it was, it doesn't even matter anymore. I, I Countouts outside the ring. When's the last time you actually seen somebody be counted out? Well, that's why I... Dumb. Well, that's why I liked a lot of the times I loved Ring of Honor and the NWA because they had such simple storylines that reflected around wrestling. Mm -hmm. like that's it, all you need. It, well, apparently not. I, I, I mean, I don't know, because I say one thing. I'll sit there and watch an event, right? I'll say, this event is awesome. And then I'll go online or listen to podcasts about that event from the people who were doing the event, and they'll be like, no, that wasn't a good idea, or no, that wasn't that great. I'm like, I'm sitting there, what the fuck? Exactly. So it's just, there's so much to talk about. And we're going to talk some more about some TNA when we come back here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. But first, Mr. TNB Studios, we're going to hear from your station. Damn right. <laughs> right because here. I got bills to pay. And no one pays them. Anyways, uh, but we'll be back here on the Stovall Wrestling Network, the SWN Podcast. Come on back. Can you feel that? 
Can you feel that? Chatter City. Ladies and gentlemen, Chatter City is wound up. We are back. We have been absolutely on fire and ready to lay down some heated, maybe some controversial, and really good statements. Now, Forks is back. We'll get into it. Until then, thanks for tuning in. Take care. Please stay safe. And also, have a blessed rest of your day. You are currently listening to SWN, the Stoneball Wrestling Network, on TMB Studios. Alright, we are back here on the Snowball Wrestling Network, the SWN podcast, and I said we're going to talk about some TNA. Yes. What I mean is we're going to revisit TNA back in the early days of when it first started out, when it was, even when it was NWA TNA. God, do you remember that name? Well, I know, right? Uh-huh. I, it, like, like, it seems so long ago, and... Um, NWATNA.com is all I remember plastered at the bottom of the fucking screen. I remember that because, like, my first introduction to him was on UPN, of all places. Explosion. Yeah, Explosion. Like, and it came on at, like, 1 a.m. Oh, it was it, it was good, but it was terrible at the same time. I well, remember it, that. And here was the thing. It wasn't even up to date with what was current on TNA. No. Like, it was a week behind or something like that. It was actually two weeks behind. Yeah, there you go. Like, it was like, what the fuck? Like, obviously, you know, they didn't care about it or whatnot. Well, UPN didn't care about it. TNA just did the best that they could. But they did make the best of a bad situation because a lot more people came familiar with it just from watching that, I guarantee you. Yeah. So, but that was how I first heard about it. But I've learned... Listen to some podcasts recently. One, or interviews, I should say. Not even just podcasts, but I've heard uh, interviews with people who worked at TNA, such as Eric Bischoff, Jerry Jarrett himself, uh, Vince Russo, um, uh, who else uh, did I hear from? AJ, obviously. Um, Mr. Tennis Rack and his fucking self! uh, He's talking about periodically. Periodically, not, but not, I'm I'm not talking about necessarily those early. I'm talking about like, like the beginning of uh, certain stuff. Yeah. And uh, there was someone else that oh Dutch Mantel. Um, oh Jesus. Yeah. So um, yeah, and some of these were old interviews, obviously. Of course. But um, like I heard Jerry Jarrett talk about the name of TNA, right? And I want to know, Chris. Like, and this is kind of what I wanted to open up the discussion about, was was the name, was the name of TNA a bad idea? Because, here, and, and hear me out, some people might, some people might say, obviously, yes, it was, because of what it refers to, or some people might be like, no, nah, that's stupid, people reading too much into it. Well, hear me out, alright? So, there was an instance when TNA first came to Aiken, South Carolina, that came to the Convocation Center. Yes, I And, of course, that. me and Blake, we had to go to that shit. Of like, course. Like, it was the very first time they were anywhere near Augusta or anything like that, so we had to go. And um, when we said where we were going at school, 
we said, oh, yeah, we're going to go see TNA. And my teacher went, Caleb, what did you say you're going to see? I said, TNA. Like, TNA. Like, TNA. And she was like, TNA? And I'm like, TNA Wrestling. And that didn't even sound that great either. You know, so I was like, apparently some people did have a problem with the name. But do you, Chris, think it was a bad idea to call it that? or? Well, when I was introduced to it, I was introduced to it as total nonstop action wrestling. Right. You know, they really didn't throw out the TNA name that often. It wasn't until, you know, later on in its life cycle that TNA was synonymous with it. But I got a funnier story than that that actually kind of fits in with this. Um, because TMB Studios wasn't always TMB Studios. At one time, and you know this, it was Touched by Bass Productions. And you know, it was a falling out, and I left, and yada, 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 and I wanted to get away from what we were doing before and stick strictly to podcasting. And I, and I was trying to come up with name after name after name, and I wanted something that would catch people's attention. And for some reason, God knows why, I came up with the D. <laughs> and the D's tagline was, it's what you want. And I had commercials with females saying, give them the D, baby. And it was, you know, it was a marketing idea. I wanted people's attention. But after talking with several people, yourself included, do we really want that kind of publicity? Do you really want people to look at your product and you're calling your company the D, and the first thing they're thinking about is, oh, you're a dick. You like the dick, basically. Give them the dick, baby. Something like that. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, I hated saying it. Like, yeah. on the podcast, I was just like, I was like, yeah. we'll be right back here on the D. I like, remember the first recording we ever did on that. We were doing shooting the shit. And you're like, do I really have to say that? We'll be right back on the D? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen to that now. And, 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 and what we're talking about with TNA. And, you know, just like you said at school, your teacher didn't understand it. When you talk about it, it's like Jeff Jarrett is a TNA champion. Everybody's like, really? I wouldn't look at Jeff as that kind of person. Like, what? <laughs> AJ Styles and the Triple Crown winner in TNA. Huh? Yeah, exactly. It, well, I don't know. Some people who have been in the wrestling business a while say that it was already like like TNA was doomed to fail because of the name. Do you agree? I Well, I do and I don't. Um, you know, because... With the name, you know, they got the shock value. They, they they drew attention to themselves a bit. Like, what the fuck is this? And why would you call it TNA? And and the, I do remember when I heard the words, the, the letters TNA together, I didn't think about wrestling there. I thought about Tess and Albert. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the tag team TNA. <laughs> and I'm just like, Tess and Albert. And yeah. Stratus. Um, so that was the first thing that came to mind. So basically, you were advertising WWE from the jump, um, and then 
Then the next thing people think about, because the impact zone, and what's the first thing you see when they're getting ready to bring a wrestler out, is a half-naked chick dancing in a cage. So, obviously... Yeah, that one, uh, that was something I don't like. Yeah. Uh, I don't even like so, looking back at it. I thought that was stupid. But I, I don't get the justifications of calling it TNA. It didn't make any sense to me. Um, I guess all the good names were taken. Uh, well, I mean, they had to call it something, so... Ugh. I mean, I mean, even when they tried to... Like, even... When they tried to switch it around, they still called it TNA. Like, like when they tried yeah. to switch it just strictly to Impact Wrestling beforehand, it still was called TNA Wrestling. TNA Impact. And, and that just didn't sound right. And even the name change came off as awkward. They had McFoley change the name. Yeah, and, and all he did was just come out and say, it's not going to be uh, TNA Wrestling, it's going to be called Impact Wrestling. And I was just like, what? Yeah, he came out. He's like, it's not TNA. Like, like we it's not called on stop action. Like we, couldn't have, like, we couldn't have had, you know, uh, Dixie Carter do a press conference and say this will now be called Impact Wrestling. Or, or do it like Vince McMahon did when he announced the Attitude Era. Yeah, uh, or don't do it like that. Um. Well, I mean, I'm not, in, not in the sense of come out there and say all these big, ambiguous words and think the audience is going to understand what you're talking about. No. Um, come out and you just publicly state it. You know, TNA Wrestling is going in a new direction, a broader direction, and wrestling matters. So we want to make an impact in the wrestling business, so from here on in, we are now known as Impact Wrestling. Yeah, it would have made more sense. Just something more credible than having it on as a storyline on yeah, television. Yeah, put it on TV with Mick Foley trying to put it over big. Well, then and Hulk was, Hogan and Eric Bischoff standing there with the fucked up look on their faces, and Ric Flair wanted to take a bump. Um, that's basically the gist of that whole situation. I, well, I, I get you, but then like, and Mick Foley was gone the next week. Yeah. Like, it just, it, it didn't it make any sense. Well, we're going to talk more about TNA wrestling on next week's program. We'll open up the discussion again and uh, get a little more when it's not 12.30 at night here at TNB Studios! This was your idea, goddammit. It was yours! I'm blaming you anyway. Well, I'm sure you would! I work! Don't choke. Feel better? We'll be right back here on the Stoval Wrestling Network to watch along WSX Wrestling Society X and hopefully Chris will be awake! Right here, exclusively on his studio, TMB Studios. It's the Stoval Wrestling Network, SWE. Come on back with us. What's going on, Worldwide Web? It's Chris Dickens, and if you are an avid video gamer like myself, you definitely want to check out this podcast, Back in the Game. Join me as I review a classic video game you may or may not have heard of, talk about the impact the video game had on our society, talk about its development cycle, how much it made, so forth and so on, all the little tidbits and information that you want to hear about. And I will also play the game live on the air and give my full review on said video game as we go through the episode. It's going to be an exciting ride. You don't want to miss it. If you love video games, 
and you love learning about video game history, and you just want to hear about a video game's review, you want to check this out. It's Back in the Game, and it's exclusively here on TMB Studios. You are currently listening to SWN, the Stoneball Wrestling Network, on TMB Studios. Alright, we are back here on the Stoneball Wrestling Network, the SWM podcast. We're having way too much fun yeah, off air. Fun. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. And let's have some more fun here as we continue our watch along series to Wrestling Society X. Chris, what have you thought so far looking back at Wrestling Society X? Well, just like this episode, there's a lot of big explosions going on and uh, a lot of fun being had. Uh, mostly off scenes, but you know, that's uh, I kid a okay. lot. Uh, this, yeah, um, that was I just bombed weird. just like this show bombed, but <laughs> actually, I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed what I've seen so far. Uh, episodes <laughs> one through three have been um, fairly entertaining. Uh, if you can look past the big explosions and Mr. Uh, was it uh, Chris Cross, whatever the fuck his name is, Chris Cross, make you want to jump, jump. Um, the, what the fuck? Talking no. about? Are you talking about the ring announcer? No, I'm talking about the uh, actual commentator himself, who sits there and stares off into space while all the action is happening. You're talking about Chris Kloss? Yes, Chris Kloss. I'm making well, he, fun of him. I, I thought he was. I thought he was all right. He's like, all right, but he's sitting just, there. Last episode we watched him, they ended the fucking show with Subway. They had Subway. Well, that's MTV. Match. That's MTV. When they showed him, he's looking off in the distance. I don't know, but let's. I'm ready to see what episode. Do you not is. remember? Like it was not even like two years ago. WWE had Diet Mountain Dew bottles on theirs. They also <laughs> had Monster Energy drinks at one point too. I remember that. <laughs> don't, don't forget Stacker Twos as well. Well, wouldn't it have been great had they like gotten sponsored by like Four Locos? Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Well, I mean, they were. Well, someone was on Four Locos when they made this show, so. Uh, well, more than Four Loco. They, they were actually in California hitting some sort of Green Loco because they were <laughs> not beyond repair when they wrote this shit. All right, well, let's join them. Sam, do you have any part in this shit? <laughs> What are you doing at this time? Oh, would you just fucking... Alright, you need to count down. Yeah, I All right, know. folks, it's just like before. Go to YouTube.com, type in Wrestling Society X. It's the first result, the complete series. It is a full-blown playlist. You're looking for Episode 4 from February 13, 2007. And we're getting ready to start this off in 3, 2, 1... Actually, no, no It's a little different this time. Just a bit. Oh, that was Matt Seidel. Oh, this is him in Scorpio Sky, I think, too. Like, uh, Clips is uh, going to be the artist tonight. I do not know who that is. Oh, my God. They just, like, simultaneously... Here, here, here. Let, let, let's hear these. Bunker, the human tornado is back in action. Plus, we've heard rumors of a major tag team challenge. But right now, Chris, let's just get right to the action, man. Let me throw it down to Fabian Kane. Let me throw it down to Bro over there. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Let's listen. Wait a 
Less fans this week. Jesus. I wonder if he sends any of his chest hairs because his shirt's so wide open. I don't know. We only have 30 minutes, so give it 10. How much cocaine has this guy snorted before this? I don't know, this but that's what he's getting paid in. They had a good oh, game. dude, that this is the first time I was introduced to Matt Seidel, and uh, I was. Oh. Did, to me, he could have been like even bigger in WWE than what he was perceived as. Like he was on a roll too in WWE at one point. He even got the rub from John Cena. Like John, it was John Cena's idea. For like him to like be pushed, like he went up to Vince and was just like, "Hey man, you're missing a huge opportunity with this guy." And then he messed it up. Oh, SCU! I mean, not at this time, but that's definitely who it is. Top of the class. Well, some of these guys, they gave him some gimmicks, and this was one of them, where he has a, uh, <laughs> he's the top of the class. Oh, look at that, Lizzie Valentine, don't want no part of it. Alright, this is going to be good, I don't care what anyone says. There's clips, of course. We don't give a shit about them. Nicely done. I'm kind of curious if um, Mr. Tony Khan actually... Oh, look at that. And this is part of the reason why Scorpio Sky has a contract and got an actual good push right at the jump of um, AEW. <laughs> Uh, oh my God! I don't know if it was that. Oh I don't know God, if it was. Okay. I don't care. This is just. I never liked uh, anything like that with uh, valet sitting there grabbing their hand. They're walking around fine. They're like, are you hurting anything? What? Why? I don't know. It's just kind of maybe because you never had one. Oh! Uh, okay. Who was that? Bertha Faye? <laughs> That doesn't even. That weird. It almost sounds like Lizzie he's made Nova. up. Lizzie Nova, bitch. Lizzie Nova. Okay. There's your shout out. All right, cool. Speaking of Lizzie, Lizzie Valentine on the rope now. No, nice, nice segue. Anyways. This is a really good matchup, folks. Is. A lot of good reversals in this. A lot of good back and forth. Oh, look at that. Oh, this is awesome. Beautifully done. Matt Seidel was so good. And so is Scorpio Sky. Uh, I don't know what Tony Khan saw to, like, want to, you know, hire all of SCU, but why would you not? Exactly. You got a whole bunch of talent. And it was probably, for one, they somehow got, like, involved in the, uh, Being the Elite series, too. Oh, look at that! <laughs> he did the moonwalk. Boom! 
Oh, nice. That's a signature Matt Seidel. A lot of the... Here's the thing about this matchup, Chris. Is technically... Is this not a heel versus heel? On a technicality, but... So then who the hell is it? Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, we don't like really these two are heels. Like, about it with Russian Society X, were there really faces and heels in this, or was it just everything yes. for itself? Oh, did you? Whoa, see nice! That was awesome. Remember when he did that without shoes on? Yeah. <laughs> Like, he literally did that, or one shoe on, at least, like, like I was just like, holy crap. And here we go. Oh, here she goes, she's getting, she's getting involved here. Oh, look at this, oh, signature Matt Seidel. That's a signature Matt Seidel, he did that all the time. Oh, yeah. And he like slowly worked those into the WWE style and made it work. I thought when Josh Matthews did it on Tough Enough and scared the shit out of Yeah, because he hesitated. And then the rest of them just went full force. They all did it better than him. And here we go. Back in right across the face. They were really stiff with their shots. In this. Oh, what in the hell? Oh! Oh, I haven't seen that move in a while. That was awesome. And what is this? The match is over. Why Sidell trying to choke him out? What is this? They're writing on a cover. She's got the what she calls lipstick. I don't know. She's got lipstick. They need to get rid of her. She should not be around on this side. What is that? H H R Hater? Oh, come on. Wait a minute. Did I just see that? Hater? What is she requesting? I don't know that age is very well. Yeah, that's very true. So, oh, uh, here we go. We get a thing of last week. Prince of Parkland. Oh, there's Jack Evans. Jack Evans? I got a bounce. I got a bounce. Man, you're my favorite wrestler, man. I got all your DVDs. I've seen all your matches, and you hook me up. I want to be just like you. Check out my DVD, man. What's your name? My name is Marcus Wright, man. I think I've seen some of your stuff on the internet, man. You know what? I'll check this out, and I'll see what I can do. Oh! Oh, okay. So it's a WSX.com exclusive. Okay, so something's coming up next, as we see. And MTV would do this. Oh, wait. Let's hear this. Hey, Ruff. What's up, man? What you looking for? My ladder we just took, man. I can't find it nowhere. That little piece of junk ladder you talking about? Little piece of junk? That ladder's gangster. Calm down, bro. I got Calm something down. for you. I gotta find my ladder. I can't beat nobody up without that ladder. I need to hurt somebody tonight, man. This just ain't working. Yo, Ruff. That's what I got for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, that. Yes. Now you can beat some people up. That's what I'm talking about. Someone hey, want to explain to me show. what's going on with that sparkle This is that. I see that. 
Ah. Look at the sparkles on the goddamn thing. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is this? They did. And did anybody like? Like, did you notice he was saying I can't beat nobody up without that ladder? Like, I was like, what? Playing right there, buddy. Yeah. Come on. We got your boy Slim in the house. I got my boy Ruckus in the house. We keeping it gangster. And we gonna have any tag team that wants to step up to us. Cause once they step on up, they gonna get. Okay, so they just opened up. So it's an open challenge. Anybody and everybody. And look, and look at the confidence now. They don't care who comes out. I say we go down there and kick their ass. Oh, is that where he comes from? Keep it against it. Take it to Clips. Oh, wait. Maybe he beat you to it. Well, yeah, I know he was in that. It's that 70s team. So that means it's Mr. Dick Flip. There he is! <laughs> what there do you guys he think is. of the disco machine? I mean, come on, what is this? He looks like a big midget. Great observation. Paisley Speedo. It is. In the Look at this. He makes the referee hold it. Come on. He has tassels on his ass. Oh my god. <laughs> he really? <laughs> he just said. He just said. He has tassels on his ass. Look at the cut of that the jet. It's driving me wild right now. Disco sucks, hey. All right, here we go. Oh, it's Joey oh, Ryan. Oh, There's oh, the baby oil. Oh, do not. This is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Food used to do this, didn't it? I guess you could call this rapper shit, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. this is just, that's weird. Right. <laughs> and the referee rings the bell the end. Oh, 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 God. I think right now that Ruckus and Slim are regretting the challenge. It's All right, like here we go. Tassels. Ruckus, if you get your ass beat by... <laughs> 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 Ruckus, if you get your ass beat by this motherfucker. All right, here we go. Ruckus, holy shit! Look at that. He was in Ring of Honor for a minute too. It was when like Ring of Honor had that like see that. Oh come on, man, that's disgusting. It was when Ring of Honor had that. Look at that. Oh, shit. That was a nice, oh, nice oh, outfit. Oh, oh, mutton chop. Oh, oh, mutton chop. Mutton chop. That was a dang. Wait, he is wild. I thought so, too, but he's just going to try to dance on baby slim shoulders. And here comes Magna. Pulls him up. And only two. Clothesline thunder and look at the size of Slim right there. Oh, spinning leg scissor. Did you just see that? He kept sucking and chopping. Oh, God. Oh, no, the baby left. Oh, what the hell is that? Ruckus is mad about that. Come on, ref, turn around. There's a double team in the ring. Come on. Ruckus is fighting a wreck. Ruckus is not helping his partner. He's trying to, but he's... Oh, no. Oh, Joey Ryan got a chance I think guys, and rub your body. How could you touch his ass? And then rub your body. 
You know, he has people grab his dick for a living, too, so, you know, let's just Oh, man, that's disgusting. Oh, God. Now he pulls him up. Because we just had to get that ass spot in right there. Nice drop kick. I just never understood, like, why you want that as part of your act. Like, do that every night. Oh, look at that. Holy shit. Listen to the fans. That's it. Cancel Christmas. That is crazy. Cancel Here it Christmas. is. I mean, what is this? What are we about to see? Oh. For a minute they were going crazy out there. Saving his partner, the disco machine. Here we go. Take those chats. Joy Ryan off the ropes. Come on. What it is? Arm ringer. Oh, look at the strength once again. Possessed by Slim. Round and round he goes where he stops. Down with the sidewalk. Nice. Beautiful. Look, I thought he was looking for the cover. Man, it looked a little Ruck sloppy. Is gonna finish him right now. Oh, nice. That's it. That's it. Somebody needs to cover somebody, Chris. Right now, Ruck is. <laughs> somebody needs to cover somebody. Put some cords. Oh, wait, look at this. Oh, no. Ruckus grabs one of the disco balls. All right. Oh, what in the hell is he about to do here? Ruckus has got him. Oh, my God. Because absolutely right. I don't know. What in the hell is this? And it's gonna be worth it. He's got that bling bling ladder. Oh look out! No way! That's it. For the pin guys, this could be it. One, two, that's gotta be it. Yeah, I know. This could be it. If it wasn't it, then there was no point in anything. Ass Tassel's got his disco ball broken. Ass Tassel's got his disco ball broken. Hey, I wonder if they'll eat Quiznos after the break. Actually, I'm not sure if it does or not. Oh, wait, wait a minute. That's a very familiar face. What's going to happen here? Oh, what's going to happen when we come back? Wait a minute. Let's hear this. For those of you who don't know, I am the anarchist Eric Cannon. And if that's what I'll do to my friends, wait till you see what I do to the competition here. In Wrestling Society X next week. Anarchist, right? You better be glad he's not one of your friends, even though you All don't right. have any friends. So apparently we're gonna have a debut of the Anarchist. Just north of the border. Alright, El Hombre, El Blanco, El Mascarado. And his opponent from Hollywood, Alabama. He is the human tornado. The human tornado, one of the most gifted stars in WSF. Wait a minute, where is he? Where is he, Chris? Where is the 
I don't know. And his opponent. This is from odd. Hollywood, Alabama. He is the human. Oh! <laughs> he does it again. That's great. Oh, he's been knocked out. Hey, can we get somebody back there to see what happened to him? What happened? Wait a minute, Carson. What's this? Oh, wait a minute. It's that's Pac. We're six Pac. Oh, nice. Oh, here we go. I know, he clearly said it slow enough for us to understand it. Oh, there he is. Here comes Vampiro, the wrestling society. Here he comes. Oh, this is going to be awesome. We're about to get a fight. Look at the size of him. Six Pac, he looks ready. He looks determined. These two fought to crown the first WSX Here we go. We're about to go. This is about to be a brawl. This was an unexpected treat here for these fans. What is that? Wait, who's coming in behind him? Wait a minute. Who is that? Who is that? It's Judas Macias! Or Ricky Banderas! Look at the face! He's going at what is he doing? What the hell is going on? Oh Lord! Could this be a setup by Pac? I mean he's like the look of him though. Out of here, this monster he's he just Oh no, oh no! Well, it was Judas Messiah. Chris, this yes. guy looks to In TNA. Oh! Now that's what got. Yeah, you see it. And you see how they bleeped it out like that. Like, apparently that got them, like, fired. Or that got them canceled. Which I don't understand that. How can they have electrocuting guys? Fireballs and his eyes closed. Well, that, that was pretty cool. That was. Uh, I like the ending for that. The ending was good. I, I, I didn't like the whole that 70s thing. I was like, oh my god, yeah. I could have done without that. But I will say though, uh, that tag team with Ruckus was fucking good. Yeah, that they, was awesome. That finishing move off the top of the coast, coast, almost like a four fifty coast, coast kick. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was amazing. The bling bling ladder that they that they put in the bling bling in, like oh, it was like a cartoon. A effect. lot more special effects in this one. Uh, other last, than the, like yeah, other other than the explosions, it was just a lot more. It, yeah, it was. I I don't know. It, it was interesting. We also got introduced to some new characters coming in. Eric Cannon, the Anarchist. Um, if I do that to my friends, imagine what I'll do to the competition. WSX. Yeah, thank you. Anyways, Jick. Um. So yeah, we got that going on, and then like some other stuff. But uh, the two main ones to take away from this was the Scorpio Sky Matt Seidel match. Yes. That was fucking tremendous. And then the ending to this, the brawl with Macias and Vampiro, 
even though that fireball segment pretty much got them canceled, it was like it was still good. Like I was just like, what? It's like yeah. that stuff was good, but okay. So, but that was episode four of Wrestling Society X. Thank you. He didn't need to, you know, throw up your hands on that one because I, I do what I want to do. It's my studio, and I do what the fuck I want to do. Cause it's fucking midnight and I'm tired and I need a drink. That's like the second time you've done this tonight. Are uh, you okay? Fuck you. Alright. I'm good. Anyways, nobody cares, but they, <laughs> but what they do care about is, is uh next week we are going to visit episode five of Wrestling Society X. And uh, that is going to be good. We're going to be doing a watch-along with that. We hope you've been enjoying these Wrestling Society X. And if there's any watch-alongs that you want me and Chris to do and to talk about, give us some options. Please send us some stuff on Facebook. Send us some, or send us some, send us some stuff some suggestions. on Twitter. Yes. Or suggestions, you rhyming fuck. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I don't give a damn. Whichever way you can get us the suggestions, we'll take them, we'll look at them, and if we actually pick one, we'll give you the shout-out on the show. Yeah, we'll give you right here exclusively on the Stovall Wrestling Network here on TMP Studios. Speaking of which, we're going to take one more commercial break. And we will be right back to wrap things up here on the Stoveball Wrestling Network exclusively on this man's station, TMB Studios. I'm begging you, don't pull that trigger. Don't ever tell the Marines to pull that trigger! Hey, I'm the survivor of pain, Bill Blanchard, and as United States Marines, we all have love to shoot! And we're going to do it right here on the Wrestling Shootout. We are going to shoot on all things professional wrestling. I will have every single guest that comes to my show. We're going to shoot now if it's WWE, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't care if it's the IWE, or Power Pro, or even UCW. Is UCW still around? Well, we're going to get into that too. Whether they come back or don't come back, or even where the hell we're going to shoot on WECCW. Wait, I know they're not there. But anyways, on the brand new season of the Wrestling Shootout, anytime comes to my damn show, lock on and let's back up, and let's get ready to shoot, baby. I ain't holding back, and you never told Marine I can pull that trigger. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts as well as past episodes of this podcast right here, exclusively on TMB Studios. All right. That is it here on the Stoveball Wrestling Network. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in this week, as well as each and every single week we are here just to talk and reminisce and debate and do whatever when it comes to the subjects that we all know and love, professional motherfucking wrestling. Hopefully we can do it and not at 12 fucking midnight! You, you've already, like, exacerbated that. I'm out of live wire! Yeah, I know. Yeah! You're drinking too fast. So? <laughs> I told you so. I don't that. care! <laughs> We're going to be talking more TNA next week. Hey, wait! Wrestling Society X episode 5! I'm having jitters! God dang!
Good lord, it's almost like you're addicted to something. Anyway! <laughs> Alright, well, I'll put him out of his misery. He's Chris Dickens, Mr. TMB Studios, and I am your host of the Stoveball Wrestling Network, Mr. Caleb Stoveball. Everyone, have a wonderful time. Happy wrestling. We'll see you next time here at SWN Stoveball Wrestling Network. Okay, they got it! Yeah, I know! Shut up! They're first!